What's going on everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around and we're gonna get started right now. Well, I'd like to welcome you all back for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr., and I am super excited about this particular episode. I know I say that a lot, uh, but about eight years ago, I met this brother online, and I'm grateful that Gary V. said, you know, social media is the gateway drug to real relationships. Uh, I've had a chance to do life with this brother in myriad of ways. We've done business together. Uh, Super, super honored to have him here, and uh, I would need y'all to stick around because it's getting ready to go down. In a blog post on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question. Why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is that they are actually more memorable than facts. Our brains are wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes actually help us relate our ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories bring you and your listeners into a multi-dimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions, making us feel as though we are actually uh, living the story. With that being said, and without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, and let's welcome my brother, Quest Green. From the greenhouse is in the building. I'm excited, brother. Man, man, this is man. a long time coming, man. Man, let, let me can I can I just say this first and foremost? You know, shouts out to everybody who's listening to the podcast today. Um, you know, we did our uh, the, you know your show earlier on this morning. Can can we just do a live event? I I just I want to be able to sit with you and Sheree and the gang. Right. On Done. a live event, and you know Done. what I'm saying, have some folk pull up on us. Done. You know what I'm saying at the live. Do we okay. need to come to Charlotte? Do we need to come to your hometown to do it? Can we pull up? We can what do it think? wherever we want to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wherever man, I'm you with want it. To. Let's do it, Quest. Yes, sir. So, Quest, yes, listen, sir. man, I'm excited. You know, we created this podcast to really kind of talk to people about the story behind their brand. And as I have had the pleasure of following you over the years. Um, your brand is amazing, and I know that there is a story that drives it. Uh, what you're doing in the way of helping couples and, and that sort of stuff, it stems from something. Can we take people on a little bit of a journey and go back and rewind a little bit? And as you share who you are, what you do, why you do it, and who you do it for, can you give us sort of a glimpse into how did you grow up and how did that inform who you've become? Uh, what were some of the things that happened throughout your life? And it may have not just have been in your childhood. It could have been, you know, as an adolescent or a young adult. But I want to talk to and drill down on some of those components and things that as you look back, you're like, yo, that absolutely informed my today. Come on, talk to us. Yeah, so so um, I'm the first generation uh, born here in the States from West Indian uh, immigrants, both of my parents uh, from Jamaica. Well, my father's originally from Guyana, but when he moved to Jamaica, he was only three months old. So Jamaica was all that he knew. Um, and so um, long story short, they got divorced when I was like in the second grade. And that left me without my father growing up in the city, right? I'm from originally from Brooklyn, New York. And um, it, it's funny, I kind of suppressed it coming up as a 
you know what I'm saying, as a young guy. And then I would see him only during the summer times because he ended up joining the Air Force. We had actually moved to Texas. And when they got divorced, we ended up moving back to New York, me, my mother and my uh, sister. And so um, during those, you know, formative years, you just kind of get used to you know, not having your father around, but you don't realize that it is imperative that you be able to be in position where you can see him 24 hours a day. Well, not 24 hours a day, but every day throughout the week, right? 52 weeks of the year, you need to be able to see him. I see it even now with my son and how important it is for me to be present. But um, that kind of shaped my mind a little bit in terms of relationship. And then when I got into relationship because um, I didn't have what I needed, um, you know, once again, not having core values, right? Because you learn those things while you are growing up in your home through attachment style, right? Not having those things. I ended up getting married in 2003 and by 2005, I was divorced, right? Now a child came out of that uh, a marriage, Right. And uh, praise God, my daughter ended up coming to live with me. But um, the 16, 15 or 16 years uh, that, you know, uh, of, of through that divorce and my daughter coming to live with me, um, there's actually a break of six or seven years before I actually decided to get remarried again. And just that divorce and the tumultuous back and forth and in and out of court, like really it started shaping my mindset. Like, how do people do this? How do people experience this and then maintain their their sanity after they go through stuff like this? And um, I was actually, Glenn, in one place during my college years, moving in a particular direction. And then I ended up becoming a marriage coach by the time we uh, said and done it all. Uh, I was actually moving towards mass media, radio and TV. And God said, no, we're going to move in this direction. And um, so it was something I believe I was called to in terms of being a a marriage coach. It wasn't something that I necessarily got pulled to. um, But uh, I realized that divorce ran through my family. My grandparents were divorced. I never really knew my grandfather, per se. I watched my entire life until the day she died. My grandmother remained single. Um, My parents came along, of course, and got divorced And then I came along and got divorced. And I believe one of the reasons why I got divorced is because I was trying to outrun my parents' divorce. That's a whole nother, a whole nother setup, right? But uh, I ended up becoming divorced and I did some homework over that six year period between uh, 2005 and then 2011 when I got remarried again. I learned some things about myself, right? Now, some of us will sit. Yeah. yeah, no, Quest, I got to stop you right yeah, there, man, on. because I think that come you on. said something that bears um, sort of us drilling down in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that through our environments, it will shape how we think, how we yeah. show up, how we behave. When you talk about the work that you had to do in that period of time from the from after the divorce, going through all the different things, what work specifically did you lean into and why? Okay. So um, a lot of us navigate through life, Glenn, not realizing what our blind spots are, right? A, a couple of years ago, um, Chris brought us the, the disc asset assessment um, and he passed away about uh, two years after he brought it to us. Uh, so rest in peace for him. Um but one of the things that we fail to do is we fail to do self-assessment. 
You know what I'm saying? What are the things that you like about yourself? But also what's even more important, the things that you don't like about yourself. Because chances are, if you don't like them about yourself, then other people don't like them about you either. And a lot of the times we don't want to look in the mirror and face it. Okay. So I went to a chiropractor recently, right? And I was having some pain in my shoulder and my left lower back. And long story short, Glenn, she told me that in order for us to get the flexibility and the freedom of movement that you want, we're going to have to do this thing called scraping. And I was like, scraping? I was like, that sounds unpleasant. She's like, it is. And so we can start on your next session, right? Or we can do it today. And I was like, nope, let's put it off until the next session, right? Pain point. Meanwhile, I'm still going through these pain points. I'm not getting my full range of motion. I'm going to the gym and chest day now turns into leg day because no matter how much pre-workout I took, that arm is saying, no, we're not doing that today, right? And so pain point. So I'm not growing in the areas. Oh, come on. Because of the pain point, I'm not growing in the areas that I want to grow in because it's preventing my growth. So I would go into the chiropractor. You want to start today? No, let's start next week. Pain's still taking place now, right? And so I would never address the pain point till one day I went in there and she was like, we're not putting it off no more. We're going to do it right now. And so she's, it, it, this, the scraping is this thing. It looks like an oversized butter knife and they scrape back and forth on your skin over the muscle so that it can hit the pain point and loosen the muscle up. Needless to say, it is a painful experience, right? Very uncomfortable. About when she's finished, about 10 to 15 seconds after the pain subsides, she took my arm out and the range of motion was a whole lot more than I had prior to her touching the pain point with this thing called scraping. What am I saying? You ask the question, what are some of the things that I had to do? I had to touch the pain points. The areas that were preventing me from growing. I wanted to grow. I wanted to be a better individual, but I couldn't be because I refused to look in the mirror and touch the pain points. What are the things that you do not like about you that are preventing you from growing? Bump what they say and what you don't know will hurt you. What you don't know can and oftentimes will hurt you, right? We live in the information age. Information applied changes situations, right? So if, if you have some stuff that you don't know about you, chances are you probably need to spend some time working on those areas so that you can become a better individual. I had to learn when to shut up. Sometimes just because you have a, a, the ability to say something doesn't mean that you should. Just because you have the power to say something does not mean that you should. Just because you have the power to do something does not mean that you should. And so when you talk about what are some of the things I had to do self-assessment, Glenn, I had to start looking at me as an individual. What are my strengths? How do I shine in certain areas? But here's the funny thing. Just because my strength shines in this one particular area does not mean it's going to shine in these particular areas over here. So I had to know when to use it, when to turn it on and when to turn it off. So when you talk mm. about the work, we, we, we talked about this earlier on this morning. Work means to become. Right. Nobody's not just you. you you're just not going to become whatever profession you want to operate in. You're just not going to become uh, whatever it is that you want to do. I, this year, I, I, I plan to change the dynamics of my body. Ain't nobody handing that out. You got to work. Work means to become. And in order to become, you got to work. So those were the things that I started to do on me in order to get, you know, what I'm saying to the place that I am right now. And here's the funny thing. I have not reached uh, uh, the, 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 the it's a lifelong journey. 
every season of life changes. So I know you want to get some stuff in here, Glenn. And if you let me, I'm going to run wild. So those are some of the things Bruh, that I no. had to do to make the adjustments. No. I, no question. For those of you guys that are just pulling up, maybe you in the gym and you ear hustling. Uh, the cat on the treadmill ain't got his headsets on and you hearing these two booming voices trying to figure out who is this dude. His name is Quest Green. He runs an organization called The Greenhouse. He's a marriage coach. He's an author. Um, amazing family blending. I want to lean into a couple of things around the work. Um, I remember years ago when very similar to you, um, having gone through a really, really painful divorce, I realized that I was broken, that there were some things in me that if I did not repair them, I would not grow in a healthy way. Think of pruning. There are some trees that are growing crooked. It's growing, but it's broken. It's growing in the wrong direction. And there comes a point where you have to cut something off, scrape something, if if, if you will, when you begin to do that process for you, Quest, how important was community in that process for oh, you? Man. Or did you strike out and do that on your own? No, no, sir. No, sir. No man is an island. And accountability is a must. What is accountability? Accountability is people who love you, who respect you, um, but are not impressed by you, who you give permission to to check you when you are not doing the things that you said you wanted to do, when you are not moving in the direction that you said you wanted to move in, when you talking crazy, you know what I'm saying? When you are operating outside of the vision that you have for yourself. I'm a firm believer that everybody should have a vision. And if you don't, you need to start putting a vision together now. Why? The Bible says that uh, uh, people, uh, 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 where there is no vision, a people perish, right? I found out that perish it does not necessarily mean destruction. I found out that the root word of perish means a taking off, a taking off of discipline, a taking off of self-control, a taking off of character. So in other words, where there is no vision, there's no discipline. Where there's no vision, there's no character. Where there is no vision, there's no self uh, you know, nothing to, to guide yourself, right? Self-control. And the Bible says a man without self-control is like a city with no walls. Anybody can attack, right? So I believe everybody should have a vision. So so that's the long and short for me, Glenn, is to be able to have this vision that allows me to make the decisions. And anytime I'm about to make a decision that's not in alignment with that, then abandon shit. Bruh. Listen, for those of you guys that are just pulling up, this is my friend, Quest, and I go back a long, long, long time. Yes, sir. And, Quest, one of the things I love about you, particularly um, how you move in these social streets, is your consistency. Uh, I can't ever tune in to anything you're doing and not find you on message. Can you talk to people, particularly budding entrepreneurs who are super creative, people who, you know, they have vision, they have no discipline. Mm. And as a result, they can't focus. I mean, you couldn't pay them to stay on task. Can you help people understand the importance and maybe some practical things that you do to stay so daggone consistent? But it's, it's you said it a while ago. Did I strike out on, on my own? I struck out on my own in terms of doing business. But you need a community of people who are well-versed in areas that you are not well-versed in. You need to experience breakthroughs and you can't experience breakthroughs without people. Why? 
Because what is a breakthrough, Glenn? A breakthrough is a sudden burst of advanced knowledge or information that allows you to push past your point of resistance. I'm going to say it one more time. A breakthrough is a sudden burst of advanced knowledge or information that allows you to push past your point of resistance. Let's just keep it 100. I am not an organized individual. However, my wife is. That's why when I asked Christine, I was listening to the way she talked. I'm like, she sounds like my wife. I had to ask her because she talks in detail. Are you a turtle? Yes, I'm a turtle. I'm not a detailed individual. I'm not a structured individual. For me, rules are in place just as guidelines. I heard her when she said a while ago, if I'm on time, I'm late. Right. And if I'm early, then I'm on time. That is my wife. Remember what I said? Not every situation that I'm dope in, right? It, it, it means that I'm going to be dope in other situations. So I need people and, 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 and structures and stuff to keep me in line. My wife is the one who handles my calendar. She handles all my bookings because if you leave it to me, I'll double book stuff, right? So when we're talking to the entrepreneurs right now, right, get you some people in your life, who are excellent in the areas that you are not excellent in. Pay them if you have to. Because you talked about the value of, uh, I'm obedient, uh, 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 Glenn. The value determines the price. What am I willing to do to pay that price? I wrote it down. I'm obedient, right? So find value in the areas that you are not efficient in, uh, put a system in place to handle that inefficiency or earn the right to hire someone to do it for you. His name's Quest Green. He's my friend. I'm grateful that brother he is dope. He is amazing. Um, the new book, man, can you talk to us about what you're doing? I saw uh, when you, you know, was launching it. Our friend Jasmine Womack came alongside of you and oh, y'all doing all the things. Come on, talk to us about the book. Why should people go get it? Can I can I shout out Jasmine Womack? Please. Please. That's our girl. Let me tell you something. She's Jasmine, amazing. Jasmine is a coach, um, a coach of coaches, if you will. Right? She got done for me in three months what it took me three years to do. Once again, when you are inefficient in a particular area, put a system in place or earn the right to hire someone to do it for you. Jasmine came in, gave me a system, and within legit three months, everything that was in here was in book format and ready to go, right? So no, a number of different uh, things. So yeah, shouts out to Jasmine Womack. Um, if you need a writing coach, yeah, check her out, right? Um, the, 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 I, but my team had been on my head for a while, Glenn, about writing this book. Quest, when you going to write this book? When you going to write this book? Finally, the book is complete. As you can see, it's tangible right here in my hand. It's called Quest for Faith, right? The Journey to Experience the Phenomenal Marriage that You Deserve. It's a biographical approach to four specific areas in marriage. My wife's name is Faith. My name is Quest, so it's a play on words. But we put Quest for the number four because we divided the book into four different sections. Foundation, love, lifestyle, legacy. Who are you as an individual? Right. That's we're dealing with the foundation now that the people don't have a problem with singleness. Glenn, they got a problem with being single. 
And what our problem is, is that we grouped singleness and alone together. They're two different things. Single means unique, separate, and whole. Not H-O-L-E, W-H-O-L-E, heavy on the whole. So in other words, stop pushing people who you see that not married to get married when they haven't achieved a full state of singleness. Stop pushing people to get married when they have not achieved a full state of unique, separate, and whole. You should be married and single. And I know people are like, what is he talking about? Singleness is to be unique and whole. Don't get married if you haven't achieved that. Now, for some people, they might Glenn, be like, well, I'm already married and I can tell. Well, here's the funny thing about not being single and being married. Marriage just highlights the areas in which you're not single. It highlights the areas in which you're not unique, you're not separate, and you're not whole. The only thing, because people will be like, well, let me get divorced because I didn't. No, 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 no. You made the commitment. Stick to the commitment, but allow marriage to highlight the areas. Pinpoint the areas in which you need the work. Do the actual work and watch your marriage be transformed. Man. I could talk to you for hours upon hours upon hours. Let people know who are not on Clubhouse listening to the podcast live. Uh, maybe they're not. Maybe they're on another platform or whatever the case may be. Can you let people know where they can get in touch with you, where they can get the book? Glenn? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay, good, good. Say it again for me because I, I – No, I, I, I said that for the for those that didn't catch it, where can they go get the book? How, how can oh, they get in touch with you? Please do me a favor. If you want the book, um, and I encourage you to buy it, I think uh, we, we, we put a lot of work into it. Uh, go to jquestgreen.com. That's J-Q-U-E-S-T-G-R-E-E-N, like the color, jquestgreen.com forward slash shop. You can get the book there. Um, if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me um, at quest underscore green on IG. Um, on Facebook at Quest Green, on YouTube, because we got tons of content out there under Quest Green. Um, but yeah, the only one that's different is IG, and that's Quest underscore Green. Everywhere else is Quest Green. Please do reach out, shoot me a question. I'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah. Man, listen, I just want to say thanks, sir. Thank you, man, for saying yes. For those of you guys who are here live, stick around because right after we close down the podcast, we're going to invite you up, ask questions, maybe shoot some takeaways, and uh, let's love on our brother. Ladies I'm and here. gentlemen, my guy, Quest Green. <laughs> At the end of the day, here's what we know to listen. Honor and privilege. Listen, it's all love, buddy. At the end of the day, guys, I'm going to promise you, you cannot get to any place of significance by yourself. And the reason why is because we all need some help. And we'll see you guys back on the next episode next week. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this. And if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good and we'll talk soon.